Hey guys, welcome. This is Make a Slant. I'm James Wilson. My whole heart is to help Christian leaders just have a healthy impact, create healthy habits so that they can win at work and at home because I I hate the grind. You know, I, I don't like the grind. I don't like the be busy, you know, the be so busy. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I'm all about work, but being efficient and being focused. Because if you're doing great at work, but your home life is struggling, then that's going to actually affect your work. Uh, the same thing. If you're doing great at home, but your work life is struggling, then it is going to affect the. It is, excuse me, going to affect things at home. So. Today, as far as with leadership, with leading people, we know John Maxwell says that leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. So we're just going to stick with that definition. But with leadership, I wanted to share two critical errors, two failures, two mistakes that I have made as a leader, as a pastor, as someone who who has people uh, to to follow him and sometimes, you know, I make mistakes. And that's the thing that I wanted to share about because social media tricks us by or Excuse me. Most people don't share the mistakes that they've made. They typically show the highlights and not the actual um, process, or they usually show the peaks and not the valleys. So I wanted to share these errors with you because for leaders, uh, the goal is for us to learn through our mistakes. And there's two types of mindsets. Number one is the victim mindset. Number two is the leader mindset. So the victim mentality says or thinks how how could this have happened to me? What am I going to do? It's always this way. Things are never going to get better. This only happens to me. I can't believe I did this. I'm never going to recover from this. Now, I'm sharing this with you because I have thought that way in the past. So this is not uh, me playing the blame game or or putting a thumb down, excuse me, putting a thumb down on others. But when I was thinking like that, I never became a better leader. When I was thinking that things would never get better, I wasn't looking for opportunities within um, or after the mistake. So all that to say is thinking through that with that type of mindset, the victim mindset, it's only going to get you so far in life and in leadership. But to have a leadership mindset is, hey, I've made some errors how can I move forward through this? What can I learn from this? And so for me, I want to share these two mistakes because it's hopefully it's so that you learn from something that I did so that you don't have to do it. <laughs> so that way you can go further faster without, you know, making the same mistakes that I did. So the first one that I wanted to share, you know, but and, and these two these two are gonna go in stories because it's it's important to set these up so you know the mistakes. So the first error that I made in leadership was years ago, long time ago, I was I got a I got a message from a, a team member from a volunteer and they wanted to meet with me. And I said, Okay, hey, sure, let's meet up. So the volunteer came to my office and uh, they they were meeting with me and they were uh she she was sharing how um she was sharing how that she was having some hiccups with other team members. She was sharing that no one is listening to her. She was sharing that she's just having some issues with people that she's trying to lead. And in that moment, you know, as a leader who who 
should be a trusted source, who should be someone to, to give guidance and help and encouragement. Uh, I, I made a mistake. I made the critical error as a leader by sitting behind my desk and asking her questions to kind of peel apart how she was feeling. But the whole core of the issue was that she was already dealing with her leadership. She was dealing with, hey, there's something going on that's wrong and I need help. So she already understood that something wasn't going well. And so she said, huh. Something isn't going well. I need to go to someone I trust. Let me message James. So the error that I made was I only focused on picking apart what she already knew was the problem. I was bringing facts and data, which, by the way, did not make the meeting go any better. So after I started picking apart these issues of, well, what, why aren't they connecting with you? Why, why do you feel like, well, how much do you know about them? You know, as I start picking these things apart, it was very visible that her demeanor began to shrink. Her demeanor went from, I'm coming in here for hope and support and clarity to, wow, I'm terrible. I'm doing an awful job. And so... In the moment, in that moment, I recognized, James, what are you doing? I, I, I was sitting behind my desk pointing out all the problems that she already knew what was going on because it was, you know, you know, I know more. So let me show her that I know more by making sure that she understands that I know more. Like that didn't, that didn't solve anything. It just made more problems. So the meeting ended and then later on, you know, I reached out and apologized uh, which was important because I may I recognized the biggest mistake that I made in that meeting as a leader. What do you think it is? Yeah, it was I did not empathize. I did not connect at the heart. I didn't share with her a story of a time that I messed up to seem human, you know? <laughs> I didn't share with her that, you know, I, I didn't even encourage her at that moment. I, I, I heard what she said, and I completely went to, well, here's the problem. Instead of, as a leader, our job, your job as a leader is to connect at the heart of your team members. So when she shared those things, I, you know, I, I, I could have, I, what I could have done and what I should have done, what you should do is to connect. Ask, ask her, you know, how does that make you feel? How can I help you? Hey, I understand. Hey, you wouldn't believe this, but actually about three weeks ago, I did the exact same thing. So when we, when we don't connect at the heart, we separate ourselves from our team of, hey, you're making the mistakes, I'm the expert, and I'm perfection, and you can't do it as good as me. But that's not going to get us far in leadership because it's influence, and you, I don't know about you, but I've never been really influenced in a positive way by a know-it-all. <laughs> I've never really been influenced in a positive way by a know-it-all. You know, it's usually like, oh, here we go. Yes, we know you know how to do it. Yes, we all know. Everybody knows. But we want to care for people. So that was, a, that was one of the biggest mistakes that I made. Number one, 
As a leader, you have to connect at the heart with your people. You have to empathize. You have to show that you care. Now, yes, I know you probably heard that famous phrase, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And yes, it is true. If your team does not feel cared for, then they're not really going to give you all that they have. Just saying. Just saying. So the second thing, second error that I made, second mistake that I made in regards to leadership that I learned the hard way. So years ago when I first started ministry, I worked at um, a church to where they had it was they had two locations at the time. So and they had three services. So we had one one location, the first service. The second service was at the second location, and the third service was at the main location. So main location, second location, main location. First service, second service, third service. You got it? Okay, good. Confused? Great. Me too. No. <laughs> All right. So so here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I was standing on stage teaching to a group of kids. So kids are in the room. Leaders are in the room. I'm on stage. I'm reading the Bible. I'm, I'm teaching through the lesson. And as I'm standing there, I noticed that someone had come in the back of the room and they're waving at me. And I'm really confused because the kids can see everybody's facing me. We had, you know, a group on the right, a group on the left and an aisle in the middle. And then, you know, there was uh, um, two aisles on the, on each side and the far right and the far left. So I see this individual, this lady, she comes back, she's waving at me in the back. I'm really confused. I'm trying to stay focused on the lesson because I don't really know what's going on and I don't want to call attention to it. Because as you know, that would derail like the whole service. So she starts getting closer and I'm getting a little confused, closer and closer and closer. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she's about to come up here. And like, I'm teaching a lesson like this. What is happening? (laughs) So it's really weird as I'm teaching, my mind is like, what is happening? So she finally comes up, uh, up to the stage and she reaches her hand out to me. She has a phone and she says to me, now remember, I'm up there teaching. So Everybody's watching this. So there's no hiding what's happening. She hands me the phone and says, Hey, Mr. James, there's an issue at our second location, and our team, they don't know what to do. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So I am standing on stage teaching. Think about this if you're at church and the pastor is teaching, and somebody comes up like waving a phone, stops the pastor, stop, sirs, be like, Hey, hey. There are, are teams across, you know, across town, and they don't know what to do. Yeah, it was an awful feeling. How about that? It was an awful feeling. So I get the phone. I, they tell me the problem. It was like something with the computer, which I knew exactly what to do, but they didn't. So I told them what to do. And as I'm telling them, I'm recognizing that everybody in this room to where I'm standing is they're they're all watching me. There's nothing happening. It's this awkward pause, and. I'm telling them what to do over the phone. I hang up. I finish this. I finish the lesson. When that service is over, I drive across town, do the second service, drive back to the original location, do the third service. Sunday is over. Now, two critical errors that I made in that situation, and it's hard. Yeah, it's it's it was one of the most humbling things in my life. Because number one was, at that moment, I recognized, James, you are doing something wrong. This should not happen. This should not happen. 
Why is this happening? Why are people across town on your team calling you because they don't know what to do? So that was number one. Number two was the critical error of delegation. Say it with me on three. One, two, three. Delegation. Delegation is the Achilles heel. Excuse me. Achilles heel. (laughs) I know, one little two country right there. To leadership. It's the Achilles heel to leadership. Delegation. So when I told them what to do, I dumped it on them. Hey, you guys need to do this. And then I left, which resulted in a group of competent, willing, and able people, but they didn't know what to do because I didn't show them. I did not equip them. I wasn't even there. I told them and then I left and then expected them to succeed without me even checking in. This is the Achilles heel of leadership is delegation because you cannot do everything yourself. And when you don't build a team and equip that team, you're only going to go as far as you can. There's a phrase that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So that's something that I didn't recognize because before that, before I got into ministry, I was a I was a one man band, you know, one man show, jack of all trades, master of all. That's what I was. Uh, I was helping with the youth group. I was teaching. I was doing events. I was leading uh, with our middle school, high school. I was also helping doing stuff with kids. I was also playing uh, drums. So I would do drums and percussion. I was also singing on the worship team. I was also in the sound booth doing AV. So if you think about it, I'm like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I'm everywhere. I'm doing it all, but all at a great level. But I did not understand when I became a leader, I did not understand that I could not keep that mentality. I didn't understand that that mentality of, man, I'm really good at these things was actually a limitation because I'm not called to be good at everything. I'm called to pursue a vision that God has given me. But if I don't have a group of people around me that I have poured into, then they are, then then what am I doing? They're going to get stuck. So for us to delegate, I want to give you a four-step frame that Jesus did, the Jesus way of delegation, so that we can have healthy leadership and healthy teams. So the four-step way, if you are trying to teach somebody something to do in regards to leadership and they're on your team and you're going, oh, well, they can't do it as good as me, yet you weren't always that hot, okay? You know what I'm saying? You were a baby, right? You poopy in the diaper, okay? You pee pee. (laughs) Yeah, right? Okay. I know. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Too often we puff our chest out because all the work that we've done and all the accolades we have and all the achievements that we've done. But we got to remember, we ain't always been that hot and our breath still stinks in the morning. So we have to brush our teeth like everybody else. We have to stay humble and at the foot of the cross. So when we do that, it helps us in our leadership. I'm no better than anybody else. God loves me the same. And when I remember that, that helps me with, well, you ought to know better. You can't do it like me. Those types of, that way of thinking is not going to be in the best interest of you and the future God has for you. So if you want to show somebody what to do, do the four uh, four steps leading the Jesus way. Number one is you want to do this. You want to say, hey, watch me do this. Watch me lead. Watch me do this thing that you need to learn how to do. Watch me do it. Number two, let's do it together. 
Not, hey, I'm pointing. I'm pointing for you to go do it. No, 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 no. Watch me do it. Let's do it together. Number three, I watch you do it. This was the key, this was the critical error that I made. I, I never watched, like, in the, when I was on stage, I never watched them do it. I never equipped them. I did number one. Hey, watch me do it. And then I like, I didn't even do it together. Hey, watch me do it. All right, you good? You saw how, <laughs> you heard how that worked out for me. So watch me do it. Let's do it together. I watch you do it. Number four, now go show someone else. That is delegation and multiplication. When, when we teach and equip people, they should be able to do the same for others. Now, it's actually really re, um, repeating the model of discipleship. So for us, Christ called us to make disciples, and those disciples should make other disciples. So disciples making disciples, making disciples all the way down the line. So it's really the same thing. I'm going to show you what I know. I'm going to watch you. We're going to do it together. I'm going to watch you, and then I need for you to go do that to somebody else. Repeat the process. Those two errors have helped me so much in my leadership because remember, it's not about the victim mindset. It's the leadership mindset. I am going to make mistakes. Listen to me. You are going to make mistakes as a leader. However, you can learn through those mistakes. You can trust God and you can move forward. I did not feel very good about myself after that first incident with that leader. Uh, to where I, I showed no empathy. I was very cold. I was very standoffish, and I was very fact, factual. I needed to learn how to show more grace and truth. And from that, I was able to. I've continued to do that. And yes, I'm going to continue to make mistakes, but it's about how we grow through those mistakes. And then the second one is the delegation piece. If you have a team, and if you don't care for them, you don't empathize with them, you don't love them, you don't show them grace and give them truth, but you also you don't say, hey, watch me do this. Hey, can, can we actually do this together? Hey, I'm actually going to watch you do this and give you some feedback. Hey, oh, awesome. Hey, you know what the best thing you can do? Go and show somebody else. Without delegation, effective delegation, healthy delegation, you're always going to be stuck at the same spot. Because if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. I hope this has been a help to you. I really do hope that this helps you create some healthy habits in your leadership so you could win at work and at home. And listen, if you have any um, comments, if you have maybe an area uh, about delegation or something about, you know, uh, empathy with that, I would encourage you maybe to read up more on emotional intelligence. That's really big the way you can read, read the room, <laughs> read the room and adapt to what the what, what's happening. Um, not being a thermostat and setting the temperature and all that, that's fine, but um, it's good to empathize. It's good to know what the emotions are of, a, of the individual who you are leading and to make sure that you can communicate to them in the best way possible. And then again, the second part, delegation. So if you have any questions, shoot me an email at james at weloveoneanother.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you have any suggestions or something you'd love for me to talk about regarding self-development or leadership or business. With that said, I hope you enjoyed. Keep leading and lead healthy. All right.